Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to Reflections on Cali. I am here, of course, with my pixelated partner in crime, Frankie C. Hey. Frankie C. What's up, Frankie C? What is it he said? I still look pretty in pixels. You look pretty in pixels. It's going to be my new K-pop song. That's a, actually, that'd be cool. No one, <laughs> no one out there take that title from us. That's going to be a... It's mine. I'm pixelation. That yeah, that's good. <laughs> How uh, you well, doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I was my, uh, you know, busy week writing, doing the grind. My niece and nephew are kicking around these days at my place. They visited me, Aww. so I get to hang out with them, which is a lot of fun. They're three and a half and one and a half, so I'm getting some good uncle time in. You know? So cute. Yeah. What about you? Um, Let's see. I went to Swanee, Tennessee this week and sat on my butt on the side of a mountain. It was beautiful. That's cool. I feel refreshed. Did you guys and, like rent a cabin? Yeah, we we went and stayed at a friend's place, and um, I still had a couple rides, you know, uh, this week. But I, I packed them all into one day, and then hit the mountains. That's so, cool. That was great. Was it yeah. one of those like? Did you come back refreshed and relaxed? Yes, very much so. I'm That's creatively ready to go. That's great, man. We're ready to go. I got back today, and I wrote two songs in my right instead of one. Wow. Yeah. So that's, there you how go. Do you, I don't know how people do that. I'm when I'm done a song, man. I'm just like, that's it. It's over. Some days, if it happens so quickly and it works, it's like, why not just start another one? That's what uh, Ashley Gorley like does that all the time. He'll really? be like, well, we got thirty minutes left. Let's just try to do another one real quick. I feel that's, like speed writing is actually one of my favorite ways of writing because mm-hmm. when you don't overthink it, you can come out with some really cool stuff. Yeah. And so, kind of challenging yourself to be like, let's spend one more hour that we have doing something else. I think you're right. I think it's sometimes funny if you're like, if you're with people that you're just really close with and then you can just be like, all right, guys, we got one hour. Like, let's just hammer a song or 30 minutes. We got, you know, like you said, and, and we, we, let's just hammer a song out. No bad ideas. We'll just kind of, if something feels like it's cool, then we'll just, we'll use it and on we go. And sometimes, man, I've heard stories where that stuff has turned into like smashes. Yeah. Sometimes the fast stuff is the stuff that works. I mean, you just never know. You, you never, never know. know. I know. Sometimes it's trash, but yeah. sometimes you'll sit there for three to five hours and it'll also be trash. So, yes, you know, there's no well rhyme or reason or law or rules. It all kind of unfolds. Hey, speaking of songwriting, I heard that you went to the hey. Songwriter Awards. I did. I went to the um, NSAI Nashville Songwriters Awards. My friend John Frank. Yeah, shout me. out John Frank. Shout out John Frank. He was invited by where, NSAI. Where does that happen? Give us like kind of like the look of it. 
So this was at the Ryman. Oh, it, yeah. it was beautiful. They do the NSAI 10 Songs I Wish I Had Written Awards, and um, those are performed by the writers, the artists, and um, let's see, they had Tim McGraw speak. Toby Keith sang. Wow, Toby Keith. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean those the those were some of the big names, but it you know got got to see Ernest play some cool. songs. Yeah. I'm obsessed with his melody writing. Yeah, and so it was a great night. It's very inspiring. And um, wait in the truck got song of the year. Man, wait in the truck. What a fucking. I don't know how I feel about it. Actually, wait in the truck. It wasn't wait in the truck. It was. It did. Um, it got. But they. I think it did win something, didn't it? Yeah. It that one did. It got. It got top, recognized. It got wish or song top ten songs. I wish I wrote. But the Laney Wilson one that got best song of the year was Heart Like a Truck. Duh. I mean, Heart Like a Heart Like a Truck's a great song. That's a great song. Wait in the truck was always really odd to me because it was like, it's kind of about this dude goes and beat like, basically almost kills a dude, after meeting a strange woman who was abused by that dude. <laughs> Like the story is, I get it that it's a song, but like it glorifies a really odd form of vigilantism that is like makes me uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, no, I I feel weird about that song too because I just feel like, yeah, I mean, yes, like in that situation as a girl, you would want somebody to like help you and like whatever, but But like, is helping like driving you back to the place and then going in and beating up no, the guy? Like, exactly. Helping no. you is like a, a ride to the police station. <laughs> And, you know, like, like making sure she's safe and getting her as far away from the abusive partner as humanly possible. Right. Like yeah, imagine yes. the trauma of, of you get in the truck and then the dude turns the car around <laughs> to head right back to where you are from. And you're sitting in the cab, like, what the fuck? I want to go to the police, man. And then he like, yeah, he goes in and beats him up, but you know, it, it could just have gone sideways and the dude has a gun and then it's like a shootout. Then the dude's dead. Then you're stuck in the truck and your abusive partner walks out with a gun, <laughs> having killed this guy who tried to like avenge you, man. And all you had to do was drive to the police station. Pretty much. Yeah. That's my rant about that no, song. It's weird. I, I would have had a hard time being the like female in the writer room. Like even though there, there was one and she contributed a great part, but I would have had a hard time even letting the song happen because I would have been like, why does this guy have to, what is it? Revenge her? Ve yeah. Avenge. Oh my God. Avenge. Why does yeah. this guy have to avenge her? Yeah. Like, whatever. It's a Anyways. kind of a weird, like, it's like uh, avenging porn. You know, it's like, it's like in the sense of like, this is like this weird situation that really like would never happen. And then it gets written about and it's just like, you're like. I remember the first hearing it and I was like, it was cool. Like, it's cool. Like, it's a cool writing. It's a, it must have been an interesting experience trying to write it, right? Because it's like, you're trying to tell this very specific story. So you can't deviate from the storyline, right? So you're writing a script basically for a movie and a song, right? But then it just like, it just, I was just, I don't know. It made me feel like, I was like, ah, just go to the police, man. It's the it's a country music thing. The, know. You know, the perfectionism of the storytelling and... Making it kind of movie-esque. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, in the second verse, he's like, and she got in my truck, and we ripped down 95 and pulled into the nearest police station, and we filed a report, and I left her there in the arms of the law, and then I went home. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, how the song goes. You know? And I waited yeah. in the truck while she was in the police station. And she and she was like, to him, I'm going to wait in the truck. I'm yeah, wait in the truck. I'm going to take you. Yeah, wait, right. in the, wait in the truck. Wait in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was a great night. It was very inspiring. And um, Heart Like a Truck won Song of the Year. Wow. There you go. That's a good song. Good for Lainey. She's killing it. It's a great it. song. She's yes. absolutely killing it. It's nice to see, man. It's cool to see her because 
you know, she was in Nashville. Like she was doing the rounds and playing the shows. Like she was just like everybody else in the city working hard. And then she just like cracked through, you know? Yeah. There's a level of authenticity with her mm-hmm. that I find very appealing. Yeah, me too. I really like her. She seems like someone who'd be a lot of fun to hang out with. You know, you'd like want to have a few beers with her. Yeah. It, the, her accent is golden. It's yes. like, it's, it's perfect. It's pretty sexy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, it's crazy. This is sort of like kind of out of left field, but um, one of the things I was. I was watching, I don't know if you saw this the other day, but there's this story about this guy named Adam Mack. Do you know about him? Mm, I did see about this story. Yeah, and yes. he, he's, a, he's a, like a country singer, like not, you know, not famous, but he's just kind of a touring country singer. And he uh, was playing a festival. I guess he's from Russellville, Kentucky, and he was playing some sort of festival there, a fair or something like that. And he's, he's gay and he's out, so he's openly gay. And I guess a bunch of people who bought tickets to it like wrote in and said like they like basically a bunch of homophobic stuff and then i think the board of the fair had a there was a few board members that had an issue with it and adam decided to step down and he uh decided (sighs) not to play it so sad i know man i it's sad but I hate when music gets politicized like that. I mean, I know that music has always in some ways been political. And we yep. talked about this last week I know. with the Marin Morris stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes like, can we just make it about the love and the I music know. and the sharing? And the, why do we have to wrap up all this this other stuff in it? You know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and, and it's just sad that it's like his hometown fair. But speaking of Marin Morris, in good news, Marin Morris asked him to come up to, I believe, New York and open for her at her album release party. She's doing like a big album Aww. release charity event. And so Adam Max can get some good PR from it. So I hope, I hope he feels okay. But I mean, it must be, it must be sad to like, you're like stepping down from a show in your hometown because people don't like who you love. That must be sad. That is sad. And I'm really glad that Marin Morris invited him to do that. It's like outcasts unite. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. She's always been an ally to the LGBT community. So I I mean, I'm, uh, I don't think anyone is surprised that she sort of has given him a leg up and maybe, maybe this is a great way for the universe to allow him to get, to expand his reach. Like maybe this will be something that boosts his career in a, in a very twisted uncomfortable kind of way but but maybe this is something that that'll help him uh in the in the long run as well yeah it's a story and if it starts a conversation and you know gets other people hearing his name then yeah maybe it can be a positive thing in the long run but you know what they say there's there's no such thing as bad publicity that's what they always say right that's what they say hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, speaking of talking a lot about things, you know what people are talking a lot about these days? What? Artificial intelligence. Oh my God. Every day. 
Every day, AI is in the news. AI, I, I. And you know, it was interesting because there was recently this really cool interview. Uh, the BBC did an interview with the head of Spotify, this guy Eck, his X, his last name. And apparently, and I was reading this, he never, never uh, does interviews. And he just sort of did this, this, CB, B, this BBC interview. And it was about AI. And it was about AI on Spotify. And what was interesting is they were kind of asking him... Um, they're asking him like, what, where does Spotify toe the line? Like, is it no AI at all or is it some AI? And it was kind of interesting listening to him to talk about, but one of the things that Spotify or that he announced is that Spotify will allow some AI if the artist has approved it, but they will not allow any AI that hasn't been pre-approved, right? So there was that famous Drake, the weekend AI compilation song, collaboration which they not didn't approve and some dude just tried to he uploaded it and everyone was going crazy over it but it was just an ai generated mix or ai generated collab and so spotify took it down as did other uh dsps and so it was really interesting listening to talk about because he was like well there's a little bit of room for ai but he's like we're not going to let ai replace you know we're not going to let it like just go you know running free so artists you know can't like you can't just like put out a Drake song and get credit for it because AI did it and you're like the person that happens to own the masters to it and things like that. So clearly, um, Mr. Eck was well aware of the potential problems that AI can uh, can bring to the music landscape. Yeah, I mean, there he's right in that there's benefits in being able to recognize you know, existing material and not having copyright infringement, um, ways that AI can insist, assist us that way is really mm -hmm. helpful. I used it to research song titles this week. Yeah. So there's, you know, simple ways that we can use it to our advantage. Yeah, that's cool, though. The vocal thing is a little freaky. I think so. Somebody could theoretically... Nobody do this. Nobody getting any ideas. But somebody could theoretically hire me to sing a demo vocal. Take that vocal, put it into an AI service mm -hmm. software, and then that would may allow them to be able to use my voice to sing other demos. That's right. Yep. And that you know that's rough in the sense that you know that could mess with some of my work. Yeah. Um, but I've yet to see that happen. And I could theoretically also do that and just AI all my demo vocals for people and 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 get them out really quickly. So, I mean, I can see both sides of how it yeah. can be great, you know, and, and then how maybe there could be some negative repercussions. But I feel like as long as we keep it in control and we yeah. figure out how to use it in a helpful way, we'll be able to – I think it'll be really cool. We'll, yeah, I think – changes I, we'll see. You know, remember, remember when we were talking to Troy, you know, he was, he was like, he wants to move, he wants to embrace it because he's like, the future is the future. The tech, tech will be used whether we want to or not. But it's the, the key is that you can't exploit someone without their permission. And maybe I don't, maybe exploit's a harsh word, but you can't use someone without their permission to use that person. You know, it's interesting, funny story. So, um, you know this, but, uh, uh the listeners don't, I, I'm in an EDM duo called neighbors mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we just released a song. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Dance and stuff. We just released <laughs> a song a few weeks ago called workout tape. And what's really interesting about this track is that we actually collaborated with, uh, a really cool Canadian EDM artist called Grimes. I don't know if you've ever heard of Grimes. She's really cool in like the, the EDM world, like kind of underground house stuff. But she, we collaborated with her. She created an AI Grimes. 
And what you did huh. is you went and you went on this program and you submitted like the melodies and the the words and stuff. And then, you know, algorithm kicks in and out pops Grimes singing the lyrics and, and stuff that you, and the melody that you've inputted into the AI Grimes uh, you know, whatever AI, right? And and it, but it was like with they want to do it, like they're they're, they're so the the Grimes team is trying to create this sort of small catalog of AI Grimes created or music collaborated music. So it was kind of cool. So uh, it's ha- really cool. Yeah. So that was like fun. But again, like Grimes is you know Grimes is doing this, and there's like obviously there's a you know we have to there's a, a contract we sign about percentages and ownerships and things like that. But I mean, that's cool. That's a kind of really fascinating forward thinking kind of way to just make different types of music and collaborate in weird ways. Yeah. I mean, if you could tell me there's a way, which you're basically telling me there's a way for me to passively get portions of masters by yes. just allowing people to use a AI version of my voice. Yep. I don't know. It sounds pretty cool to me. Exactly. I think it's genius. And I was, and yeah. we were pumped. We were pumped that they agreed to to work with our song. So I mean, it, you know, it's a, ours is a kind of a fun workout, sexy workout track. But but so check it out, listeners, if if you do. But uh, uh, but anyways, that's I think that's kind of interesting. How that I like that's an example of how AI is kind of it's a cool way that AI is being used. That's super cool. I'm gonna start a TikTok where I do covers of other songs, but I just use my AI voice. That's to wild. Do covers. Actually. That's cool. Uh, that's a good idea. Fun. You're always full of good ideas. I'm full of ideas. I'm not full of a lot of follow through. So if anyone wants to take that and do it themselves, like my ideas are your ideas. Uh, Yeah, I just need 5%. So there you go. Loosely related to the AI stuff that we're talking about, but at the Songwriter Awards, Mm -hmm. uh, David Israelite spoke. Oh, yes. David. Dave, you are a big fan of David Israelite. I am. Yes. Um, he has been a huge champion in creating the MLC, the Music yep. Licensing, Licensing Collective. Collective. Yep. And he made a very powerful speech about um, how supporting us is sort of the joy of his life and um, how his daughter wants to be a songwriter one day. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it was just really, really cool to listen to him talk and it felt promising and he was responsible for one of the biggest pay increases in royalties for songwriters yep and so big thanks to david israelite yeah and david maybe he'll be helping us with ai stuff in the future yeah he might have to we'll see what happens (laughs) that's so funny that's yeah i I love him and i i think he's just done some, some such great work for us and uh and and he and he keeps doing it you know who does really great work as well? Maybe not for the entire songwriting world, but does great work. Callie J. Callie J. Oh, it was man. so great having her on. Yeah, I, I loved it. She's a fountain of knowledge when it comes to sync and licensing. I've learned so much from her as a friend. So I was excited to get the opportunity to bring her on and get to kind of ask those questions in a public forum. And she did not disappoint. She was extremely knowledgeable, helpful. And who would have known? That she played the dulcimer. I know, dude. That's, I mean, I didn't even know what a dulcimer was before we started talking we, about yeah, it. Yeah, so. I mean, well, we had to educate you I on got, the, I got on the right dulcimer educated. situation. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I will say that, I mean, I loved talking to her about sync because it's a part of the music world that you and I are familiar with, but many, many people are just, either if they've heard of it, maybe they've dipped their toe in a little bit, but most people don't really know much about it. And I think that you listen to that interview and that discussion and, and anyone who doesn't know much about sync kind of starts getting a sense of 
the the challenges of it. You know, it's not it's it's its own beast, right? It's its own beast. Yeah, I think when we in the episode mentioned, you know, when you tried to explain to somebody, maybe in your family or a, a friend, what writing for sync is, they're like, so jingles, you know, yeah, I know. what exactly yeah. are you writing? Yeah. And I still feel like amongst songwriters, you know, sync is, is my big focus. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times I'm sort of trying to define it or explain it, but at the end of the day, it's just also cool, good music now. It's yeah. cool that, you know, that people just kind of are able to pursue that avenue um, in terms of creating a career with songwriting and yeah. be a little bit more behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. Still do the artist thing. It's it's a fun, different route. To yeah, take. it totally is. And, I, and I, you know, I'm with Callie. Every time I get to write for Sync, it liberates me as a writer. Like, I get to just do weird things. Like And Callie's whole, like, sort of uh, bitchy rap, or what is it called? Bossy rap? Did she call it sassy girl rap? Sassy girl rap. I just added like two adjectives that don't. Bossy rap. I prefer, yeah, bitchy rap. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that she kind of created this this whole persona and it's amazing. And like, Bow Chicka Wow It, just listening to that song when I listened to it at the end of the episode, like that's one of my favorite songs anyone's played so far in our in our series, you know? Yeah, Callie's swagger and sound is like literally snaps and Z formation. Dude, I can just just see her. Hair flip on lock. Um, she brings all the attitude. Yeah. I would actually really like to be in the studio with her to see her like do it. I had a, ve- a very fun time in LA riding with her um, and, and Stefan Litt goes by Liddy, but it was incredible. Like she's a beast. She goes into beast mode. Uh, we finished the song, first song so quickly that we wrote another one. We mm. finished like two full masters in under four hours. Dude, that's and crazy. And my session canceled the next day. And I was like, do you want to ride again? And so I, we just did a session the next day too because it was such a blast. She was like so fun to work with. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed our ride. Well, I really enjoyed talking with her. I was It was really great to get to know her and uh, and to hear her story. And uh, I think that uh, it, w- it was a type of talk that could inspire a lot of young sync artists out there who are seeking to jump into the game it's kind of a must listen for them isn't it yes definitely anyone anyone any writer artist uh young and old who is just interested in getting into sync there's a lot of great resources out there and um you know best of luck on your journey if this has inspired you because i definitely feel like uh, kelly's episode was inspiring in that aspect um if you want to do sync you can do it Absolutely. And if you want to keep listening to us, you can do that as well, because we're going to be back in a week with another interview. Next week, our guest is a well-known Canadian artist who, let's say, needs help holding his beer. And for everybody out there in podcast land, I'm David Morris. And I'm Frankie C. And remember, everybody everybody sucks. sucks.